today's show, as always, sponsored by LivasaIslandApparel.com. For gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LivasaIslandApparel.com. Welcome everyone to the Polynesian Podcast, sponsored by Levasa Island Apparel. I am Lance Falitongo. I'm Forrest Ogalau. What's up, people? We are back again. Now heading to the Super Bowl. Championship week is uh is over, and the Bengals upset the Chiefs, and the Rams like uh held off the Niners, and Jimmy G is gone, or he's supposedly supposed to get traded. Well, yeah, that's what they're talking about. I mean, he's the one that put out the report, too, that his uh, agent, excuse me, is talking with the front office about seeking him a trade. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there he's his cap hit is like 20 million more. Like yeah. So 25 million next year. It'll be tough. I mean, to find, then, I mean, there's no shortage of teams that will pick him up because, I mean, he's despite the boneheaded play that he made at the end of the game, which I'm pretty sure was the only play he thought he could make. He's still better than half of the uh, quarterbacks that are in the league that people are, you know, the, uh, the option of signing. So, And there's a, there's a couple of quarterback needy teams. Yes. Uh, Tampa Bay is one of those. Tom Brady retired this week. Tampa Bay, definitely. Um, you can say Detroit's one. Yeah. Uh, Denver. Denver, definitely. Uh, uh Man, I was gonna say maybe like the teams. Washington. Washington's another quarterback oh, yep. team. Okay. Um, you can say uh, you can say Detroit, but oh, I mean, sorry, not Detroit. You can say um, the Texans, but I think they, I think they're happy with Davis Mills for the moment. Getting the yeah second round pick. Yeah, I mean, so I don't think they're looking to even draft a quarterback because I think sure. they're just gonna go with Mills because he did he did all right. Um, and I think they like him there. So I don't know if Houston is, uh, Houston is, and maybe they're still optimistic that, uh, that the serial, um, sexual offender is going to get off. He's going to be <laughs> off of their team. Yeah. Or, no, like maybe he'll get off and he'll be able to. Oh, that <laughs> he will be cleared of, uh, yeah. of all charges of all charges and be able to play again let's go through some of these teams uh the new orleans saints and jimmy g Them jimmy two. g and the oh. panthers hmm. they had oh, they wow. were starting cameron newton a lot this 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 season uh kirk cousins still with the vikings let's go aaron Rodgers walks away from green bay jimmy g jimmy but, g yeah, and, the and and kirk could be leaving minnesota so um, and you said Washington. Washington, obviously. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh doesn't have Pittsburgh. a starting quarterback right they now. They don't. Jimmy, they don't. Jimmy G over there. Um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see who uh, <clears throat> who tries to trade. But I, I understand that the Niners, like front office, isn't isn't trying to. Sorry. Uh, the Niners front office isn't trying to say, yeah, we're switching over to Trey Lance because they want to be able to like trade Jimmy Garoppolo for a lot. And if everybody already knows that, you know, you need to get him out the door, that's going to, his trade value is going to take a hit a little bit. So um, yeah, interesting to see where he'll go. 
Tom Brady, 22 seasons, no longer going to be an active player in the NFL. And some of these, like, these video game screenshots from (laughs) his his rookie year to now. (laughs) Can you believe that we played those games and it was like, oh, cool, my gosh, it's so real. (laughs) Man, it's over here like an 8-bit blockhead. Right, I mean – even his, his his helmet's a block. <laughs> Man, that's so funny. Now to being the cover athlete on Madden 22 and like such realistic game engines and and graphics and, and I mean and, I I don't know what Tom Brady had left to prove on the field. I mean I think he did it right. So he, than, he just would have been pushing the the like the bar even higher. Like no right, one just, if he kept going another season or two like. Some of those are records would be that's untouchable. Yeah, that's a I mean. quarterback playing 25 years. I don't know, man. If he's able to do it and uh, um, even, I mean, what's his name? Played into his 40s. Chester uh, Verde. Chester Verde, Drew Brees. Sorry, yeah. I don't know why that was the 40-year-old quarterback. That's all right because he, he had been in the league. And you know why? Because he didn't really break out until after he was like, you know, in his late thirties, it took him a while to, to get, uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. He'd been a good quarterback, but I mean, it took him a while for people to give him his flowers, like they say now. And, you know I mean? To be in the right position to where he succeeded. Cause he was on some pretty bad Bucks teams (laughs) and Jets teams, (laughs) you know, he floated them to like, but they would have been so much worse (laughs) without him. (laughs) But oh my gosh, that's so true. So, it, but like even Peyton Manning, if, if the if the injury to his um, spine wasn't so severe, I think he could have played later into his career as well. Because he was oh, okay, also, yeah, yeah he, they were smart quarterbacks. Like none of them were Michael Vick or you know uh, Jalen Hurts. They didn't run like four fives or four fours on the field to get away from people. They're not Lamar Jackson, whose escapability is just magician like. But what they were were really smart, and their footwork was like they mastered the art of footwork in the pocket. And so the one thing about Tom Brady that really I think gave his career the longevity it has or had was uh, him not taking hits the way other quarterbacks take. You know, I mean, you could probably find a couple of clips where he's been hit pretty hard, but I don't think there's as many. Uh, as other quarterbacks, yeah, just over so, how much time he's been in the league, yeah, he's been hit yeah. a couple times. But even like for the average, he you're, you're saying that he's avoided uh contract pretty, pretty yeah. much, yeah. So the wear and tear on his body wasn't as bad as a lot of quarterbacks, so I know that contributed a lot to uh his longevity in the league. Uh, he also and, Spends, I think, just as much on his body and recovery as LeBron does. Almost the same, I think they were saying. Uh, so LeBron spends um, well over a million dollars in the offseason to take care of his body, which is sad because he's not on the court right now. <laughs> so what I are mean, you spending yo, your money on? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, tr- being being but when he serviceable plays, when he plays. Yeah, but when he plays, yeah, he's still playing at, at the top level. Like, he's still better than... 80% of the league when he's on the on the court because he's able to pay all that money for in the offseason to have his body stay in shape 
bang shape. Mm-hmm. And I think Tom Brady was doing the same thing in the NFL. Um, and just his will to win, man. I, you know what I mean? I think if there was a if there was a Mamba in the NFL, you know, Mamba mentality, yeah, yeah, if it carried yeah. over, Tom Brady's definitely. You hear some of the stories. It's so funny to hear, like on other podcasts, like players come on and tell stories about Tom Brady. Like, uh, what was it? I think it was oh the argument with the uh, with the honey badger, Tyron Matthew. Um, whose interview was it? I forgot who it was. But it was something like uh, Tom Brady went up and was kind of apologizing to Matthew. And then Matthew was like, no, fuck you. And then Tom Brady was like, oh, well, fuck well, you too. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so, yeah. Like, yeah. I hate to say it just because uh, I hated to watch Tom Brady win all those things after that tuck rule game. Jesus. Ooh. Literally, literally changed the trajectory of his career and the Raiders franchise. Like, you know, people in, in uh, New England, they don't call it the tuck rule game. They call, they, it, call it? they call it the snow game. Mm, son of a. <laughs> <laughs> son of a. They're just like, yeah, remember that time we kicked out all that snow and made that field but, goal? And you, know, and you know why Josh McDaniel coming to the Raiders? <laughs> His first, oh, like, he, yeah, yeah. You, you see, when his first thing he said when he was coming over to the Raiders, yeah, it was a fumble. <laughs> he said that was a fumble. That was a he fumble. confirmed it. He confirmed it because he's yeah. a Raider now. He's just trying Hell to yeah. get on. He's trying to get on your guys' good no, side. He knows. He knows. <laughs> he knows. But I mean, and then, um, man, it was funny because people were going to make such a big deal out of it because he thanked. The Tampa Bay um, organization, the coaches, the players that he just played with, Yo. thank their fans, and everyone's like, he didn't say anything about New England. We'll give him time to fool. <laughs> Yo, he thanked the city of Saint Petersburg. Yeah, yeah, but not Foxborough or New England. He, no, he put out. He put out. Uh, well, no, yeah, you're right because kind of just shout out the fans uh, in New England. Uh, Did he, he say put, to the fans in New England? No. He he put out a he put out a whole another statement. Oh, like another Instagram post? Yeah, a whole another Instagram post for New England. Ah, you get your own stuff. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. And people were, I mean, and he only so they were like, oh, and I know people were like, oh, only because no fool, he put it out literally like five minutes after he put out the Tampa Bay one. Like, know. you know what I mean? Like I gotta I gotta find it. The picture that he used for the cover of the his farewell or his like I'm about to retire like this picture (laughs) that's from their win versus New England in Foxborough (laughs) (laughs) like he's he's it's on purpose this dude is mamba (laughs) I I mean how could you not people were literally like no he's gonna go over there and he ain't shit without Belichick (laughs) found a we found out we found out that Tom Brady was you know, he travels exactly. and like his his skills and his mind and you know the way he breaks down and assesses defenses was him. And you know it might have been part of Belichick coaching him up and telling him defensive secrets for fifteen years. You know, no, I mean, it, it, it's a contrib- it, it, They both contributed to each other's uh, success, but ah, okay. to, you know to say that Tom Brady. 
wouldn't have any of that just because he wasn't with that's crazy, man. Because you don't think Tom like, Brady would have won less Super Bowls without those defenses or oh, without a sure. Belichick defense? For sure, for sure. Because even in New England, he had a top ready defense. That's for sure. But also, people were just like, without Belichick, he wouldn't be Tom Brady. No, I mean, because he had to go out there and perform. I mean, he showed that taking that chance and leaving New England and going to Tampa Bay, <clears throat> which was probably a pretty good roster to to jump on into. They yeah, no, like one of the he, he took, and that's why he took his time uh, picking the team he was going to. Mm. You know, I mean, and everybody was like, "Oh, he's definitely going to go to the Raiders because of things." No, I mean, yeah, he probably thought about it, but then he was also like, "Yeah, I want to win." <laughs> And I'm a Raiders fan telling you that, and that's just because I know heading on to the they weren't they 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 weren't set to win like New England was. Tom Brady's just he was smart. He he picked the right team. He knew what he was doing. Um did Josh McDaniels pick the right team? He did. He did. Um so well, I guess the Raiders uh, picked Josh McDaniels. No. Well, yeah, of course they did, but also um, he was talking about it. And I know this is probably just could be just something he's saying, but he also said that it had to be the right situation and the right team for him to leave New England. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders are a franchise, uh, the history that they have, um, just kind of the lore behind the whole franchise. You know, they, they've, I mean, yeah, they've won, they've won three Super Bowls later. In their or, or early in in in, in um, their franchise, and then but they've always still been they've always been top headline in the league. Like you know, what I mean, you, you can't talk the NFL without talking about the Raiders. There's no way. Pittsburgh is one of those. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh is one of those franchises. San Francisco is one of those franchises. You know, obviously Cowboys. England now Cowboys. Cowboys because I mean they're America's team. Uh, I don't know what America that is, but <laughs> a land um, long time ago. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, uh, and when he went over to Denver, he wasn't ready to. He wasn't ready to coach, and I think they gave him too much responsibility when he got there, because he was able to do the GM job. You know, he he made those decisions kind of like how Gruden. Uh, they gave all control, full control to Gruden. It's kind of what they gave Josh McDaniel in, um, in Denver. Denver. And I didn't know this, but when he went to Denver, he took Ziegler with him then too. Oh, and then they both went back? And then they both went back. <laughs> and they are both Damn. they both went to college uh, in Ohio together. Oh, so I they're homies. The, the new general they're, manager for the Rangers and the new head coach are, are tight. They, they've trapped their careers together. They've traveled their careers together. Josh McDaniels and Dolph Ziggler. What yeah. is his name? We'll just call him Ziggler because I don't know his first name. But, <laughs> but um, and so so now that he's with the Raiders, all the the the, the creative decisions, personal personnel decisions mm-hmm. are going to be handled by Ziggler. And Josh McDaniels is going to be able to just concentrate on coaching. So okay. Ziegler will have the final say on everything. So Ziegler is going to find the players. And then right. Josh so, McDaniels is going to coach them up. 
Yeah. Right now, he's, in the talking right to, he's going through coaching staff now, talking to them. He's done. He had a good conversation. I'm talking like me and Ziegler talked the other day. But uh, the reports are he had a good conversation <laughs> with, with Gus Bradley, who I think is, is I mean, other than Brian Flores, if we could get Brian Flores at D.C., that'd be cool. <laughs> and I think Mark We're going to talk about like, Brian Flores soon. Yeah, no. And I think Mark Davis would be like the perfect person to hire Brian Flores. It'd be just like a okay. So you guys want to keep giving the shit? Well, fuck you. I'm gonna hire Brian Flores. <laughs> you know, as my DC. So, but I, I like Gus Bradley. Uh, the defense. If you look at the numbers, they're not too different from numbers last year. But if you look at the play, and um, play felt faster, a little bit yeah, more physical, even than a little more physical. Uh, players looked like they actually wanted to play for Gus Bradley. You know, they responded mm-hmm. well to his system. And um, I think he just – he he has Trayvon uh, Mayrig in the backfield. I think – I like John Abram, but he can't cover. My gosh. He gets burned I, a lot. He, I mean, he just – his coverage skills aren't that great. But he – if he hits you, you know it. But is he like he can't man cover or like he gets lost in zone? Both. No, <laughs> no, no, no. He's he's actually a pretty good man cover, but they, they and so this is why they play him a lot in the box, though. You know. Oh, okay, okay. Because he's he 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 can he will hit, but a lot of the times, like there's touchdowns where like, uh, some guys wide open in the corner of the end zone, and you're like, who has it? <laughs> and then you make the replay, and then my man made the worst decision ever. Like you know, what I mean, it's like, bro, that's no. No, but I mean, yeah. Anyway, it's on number twenty-four. Who's got that guy? (laughs) And I I think uh, I like Trayvon Mullen too, but I think he's part of the uh, the old uh, coaching staff, the old front office, and he comes back. I don't know if um, I don't know if they'll keep him because I think they can trade him and get some value for him. Probably a higher draft pick, and there's there's some really good corners in the league uh, or in the draft coming up. Uh, they're also, I think, uh, I think Gilmore is a free agent, is he? Uh, Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. I don't know. I think he only signed a one year with uh, Carolina, so. Yeah, kind of build himself back up. Like yeah. he's a little older now, but I mean, he's still. I mean, yeah. So you trying to get Stefan Gilmore in a Raider jersey? Come on, man. That's too much. <laughs> you guys are good. You don't need to add a, a, a good cover DB behind that 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 D line. No, thank you. And I hope we keep I hope they 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 re-sign um sheesh, so bad with names. What's the corner that we got from you guys? Oh, Casey Hayward, the older one or the younger one? Brandon face on? I hope they, well, FaceTime's injured, so they're going to have oh, to make a decision yeah. on him. He got injured at the end, right, right before the end. I mean, but you guys lost a couple corners, though. So, like, I mean, you could rebuild from scratch and, I mean, try to figure Man. out what's out there through free agency and the but, draft. But Casey Hayward, yeah, but let's, let's even, okay, we'll go beyond the Raiders, but how are you, Damon Arnett? You get drafted higher than you're supposed to, you get the opportunity. You get drafted higher than you're supposed to, okay? Or projected, sorry, not supposed to because, you know, 
that depends on you. You go on the field, you prove that you're supposed to be drafted that high. Mm-hmm. And she did it. Um, but you get drafted that high, and people are telling you that you're not supposed to be drafted that high. And then, you know, you come into the league, and yeah, you got hurt a little bit, but you got a second chance to do it, and you didn't do it. And then, <laughs> and then you want to be a world star, superstar, and go on. I think it was Instagram, maybe. Oh, no. And he with with a he had a gun in his hand, and he was threatening people who were talking about it. So that's and that's where the Raiders cut him. In in person or like over the phone, like he was recording a video with his gun, like, "Hey, you yeah. talking shit about no, me?" No, no, yeah. He, he so he sent a message out to like no. the fans, and but he had a gun, and then he was all my haters. Yeah, so, so something like that. And he was like, "Yeah, if y'all want something, pull up," because that's you know we were about that life here at the. And he had a full automatic rifle with him, and then so he got in trouble for that, and then they were had to make yeah. a decision. They cut him. Gets the opportunity. They, I don't know how teams signed him before. You know, I mean, Kansas City had signed him. Um, who's another team? He was on another team's uh, practice squad, like not too long after. And then he gets arrested last mm. week for <laughs> gun and drug charges <laughs> in Vegas. That's man. So it's it's like. So the Raiders Why? just reached on that pick when they shouldn't should have just drafted something else. I, I, think, I mean, I, I get I, I don't mind like everybody when I know sometimes it's, it's not working out like even the the Leatherwood pick. I mean, or it, it might not be working out right now because they dropped them in the view of right tackle. I don't mind them reaching because I like its potential. And, and you never know, like a lot of guys who were drafted in like the fourth, fifth round, Max Crosby, they drafted him. Uh, fifth round, I think. Uh, look how yeah. he turned out. Nice. Same as uh, uh those Renfro. are those are your gems. So that's what I'm saying. So I what, what that, round was Renfo drafted in? I want to say uh, what second to no what no he he wasn't just uh people looked at him as uh just like a position like. I don't want to say it, but I want to fifth say round pick, pick 149th overall. People were like, "Oh, he's just he he did well at Clemson, you know what I mean?" Uh, but because coming of, to the NFL, he's an un, unathletic white boy. That's what they saw when they saw him. You know, five foot ten and a quarter, hundred eighty four pounds, and this, but hit forty yard dash five or four five nine. Which isn't slow, which isn't. I mean, for a receiver, okay, maybe, but for a slot receiver, that that and if you were trying to draft him as, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, what I mean, but he he's proven he can play on the outside. But if you were on his vertical is thirty five inches. Which, see, I mean, not the yard. Get up yeah. there, Hunter. You can get up, but people were just like, yeah, it's not going to transfer over to the NFL, and <laughs> yeah, fifth round pick. Good, good pick. Uh, really good former pick. Raiders GM Mike Mayock. Mike Mayock. I like Mike Mayock. He probably didn't make some of the best decisions, but I don't know. I like Mike Mayock. And I also, I, I think it really because I used to love him watching the draft. I used to love watching him during the draft. Yeah. Uh, well, that that's, I think that's where I first saw him too. Like, that's where I uh, came to know him as like a 
a general manager, like a roster kind of guy. Right. Or like, like, a, person, like a personnel. personnel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Player evaluation yeah. kind yeah. of type. And then so when I when the Raiders hired him to be their general manager, I was like, oh, damn, there's a guy that knows a lot about football players. And then they hired Chucky again and gave him a 10 year contract. And I was like, oh, damn, they're like going to go. And just like. None of this short term stuff this is a long term setup plan. We're going to bring it's in just, good yeah. players and we're right. going to have one of the, Build the, the, team. the better offensive coaches. Right. Coach them up. And this is going to be an exciting football team with a bunch mm-hmm. of high octane weapons, both through the air and on the ground. And we're going to have a nasty ass defense that people can get behind and fans in Las Vegas are going to love it. And Raider fans all over the world are just going to fall and see the return of, the, uh, of this great team. Um, so I was, I was glad when none of that worked out just right now. <laughs> you know what you know what was sad though what was sad though was at the beginning of the season you could everything you just said you saw it coming you saw it coming and And then then the email came and then it crashed the crash and then damon arnett and then you know what i mean and then all of that put together turmoil for the raiders and it's so sad because even some of the most loyal raider fans were just like well uh you know i mean did they jump did they jump ship yeah, I was like, oh, this is what happens when you do this and this and this. It's like, okay, so yeah, maybe some bad draft picks that they had, but they're still there's some of them are still developing. And like sure, you just sure. said, I was I was thinking the same thing with you. You're gonna give them a 10 year contract, you're gonna have to give them a few years to develop that team. Right. Yeah. So you you so you draft guys like Cleveland Farrell fourth. He could still turn into something, probably not the player that you would have drafted at fourth. For, yeah, but, right. But he's still able to be like you saw flashes. He could still play. He just needed to be in the right. I have I've not heard Cleveland Farrell's name. No, because he hasn't been playing much after because uh they got uh Ngakwe and how do you put him in over? Uh okay. You know, but who are some other players that the Raiders could have had fourth overall there? <sighs> You're gonna make me <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I feel I do you know some names from that draft? The, the one name, and I was waiting for them to call his name on draft day, and like, and I knew they were already gonna call Keeling Farrell's name because there had been talk all week, and you know, I mean, that they were Don, gonna get him at twenty three, right? No, or something like no, that. Fourth, no. they they were talking about fourth. They liked him that much, Man, okay. but there were also some analysts that had him at fourth. Not oh, just, yeah. There were some analysts, maybe not a lot, but uh, Clemson was coming off a national championship. He was coming off a great year at Clemson, but uh, the thing is, he's a he's a he's not as disruptive as he should have been. Like at that at the fourth place, like he's a big body. Yeah, he can move, and people were like, "Oh, but he has been." But yeah, all right, but he didn't have all of that put together, mm-hmm. and so. I just knew it. I already knew it because the, the once 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 they start um, talking about it, like two weeks before the draft, you already know like John Gruden was already like you know like Mike Mayer, like really cons- they were really considering. So, but the one person that I thought they were going to draft that I was hoping so bad to draft was Josh Allen. Ooh, and, <clears throat> you know what I mean? And then he went like a few picks later to the Jags and it was well I mean 
Uh, they also could have got. Uh, oh, DC and Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I wasn't. I mean, I like DC. Uh, but they also could have had uh, Montez Sweet. Oh, yeah. Sweat, yeah. So those two guys. Um, and and because we needed an end. So I think those two, I was more more waiting for them to be called. Like, I, I, I think that would have been. Oh, even Rashawn. Four. Even Rashawn Gary. So they passed up Gary, Ooh, too. Oh, damn. But Gary was also coming off a really off year uh, at Michigan. At Michigan. Uh, and I think uh, at Michigan, he suffered through the same thing that Clinton Farrell suffered through at the Raiders, was the pressure of being such a high pick because Sean Gary was the number one player out of high school when he signed with Michigan. And he just – he tore up high school – his high school league. He obliterated everybody that he went up against. And so when he got to Michigan, uh, he was pretty much supposed to be the savior of Michigan. Uh, um, <clears throat> so give us your thoughts on uh, how you feel the future for the Raiders with Josh McDaniels and uh, general manager Ziegler. Well, if you're uh, just going to go off what's, the, what's press, the What do you think the plan is going going from here? To get in guys that uh, that suit their style of one, uh, Josh McDaniels coaching style, uh-huh. and also guys that um, – Guys with the character that Ziegler is used to when he was in New England, not to not to build the same team as New England, but mm-hmm. to bring in the same type of, you know, anytime someone comes new comes in, even when John Gruden was there, is to change the. Um, it just put your stamp on the culture real quick. Yeah, change the culture of of what the team is, yeah. and um, team. and I think. Yeah, I, I think that's necessary for any time a new regime comes in, um, they have to change the culture because obviously you're in there because the culture before you wasn't working. And if you listen to all the players too that played under Gruden, um, I don't know if it's just like I'm a little like I come from an old like I've had coaches say things to me that they would never say to anybody in their life. You know what I mean? But it's it's on the field, and that's that's. When I was growing up, that's how coaches oh, talk. What are some examples? Bro, I've seen somebody. <laughs> someone coaches are the worst. I'm not even going to name this coaching staff. I'm no, not no, no. Players, okay. But player comes off the field. My man's literally, like, his knee is. It, it's, and, you know, you don't really check for, like, anything torn back then. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah. it hurts. And then it's like, oh, well. Play you know through I mean? it. But this is how this coach told. There was three coaches, and they were telling him, though, so they sat down and uh, inside one, um, I'll translate it as I'm talking to like, well, they're like, hey, you all right? And it's like, oh, I don't think I can go back in. I think I, I might have tore something. And this kid had played off island before he came. He was just, he's amazing. Um, and the coaches were like, oh, so what? You're not good enough? Like, you don't have enough heart? Kaya. Yeah. Kaya. I was like, I was like no, Kaya. wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. They were like, oh, okay. Like I didn't, I didn't know, and literally the coach was like, "I don't know, we had bitches on this team." Damn. Like, I, was, <laughs> I was like, you know what I mean, and 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 just looked him off, looked him off, put in the wow. next kid. But this kid was the star of the uh, of that team's defense back home. Like he, so the he coach up, needed that kid. <laughs> he, he ended up going to play at a, at a D one school in the in the Pac twelve, um, and and so 
man, I've heard like some of the worst things ever. Like, and this is like back then. Wait, wait, did that kid go back in the game or was he no, like, no, no he luckily, couldn't. no, yeah, no, he, he, he was smart enough. He yeah, nice. yeah he, his parents even were uh, in the back just like telling him, no, don't go back in. And like, even like when he was rehabbing the knee or like strengthening it, luckily he didn't tear anything. It was just a really bad sprain. So he was out three games. But even at practice, when he go back to practice, like, it's like the coach, like his defensive coaches were shunning him. Like, you know, oh, well, you're not good enough to practice right now. I mean, what are you doing here? <laughs> what? Hey. Man, I, I mean, and that's, it's probably you. are trying to toughen him up or some shit? That's what they'll tell you, uh, toughening up. But so, there's a really fine line between toughening up and then just like the word that they use in relationships, like gaslighting, like okay yeah like why why like it's, it's unnecessary like some of the things that they, they did back then was super unnecessary so, so but but i but, feel like you said in coach's corner before sometimes you have to lie to your players oh no <laughs> you do but there's that line between like so i mean you have to tell them some, some things you have to tell them so they can you know build up a little confidence and, and just and you're not lying to them that they're uh, at that level that you're trying to tell them they're at. You're lying to them that they're there at that moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but the whole time, you know they can be at that level. You know and it's I mean? up to you to to get them there. Right, right, right. I know so these coaches, shitty. these coaches yeah, they, are trying to get them there by like, why? hey, you piece of shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, damn. You're not, you're not what, so you're not strong enough to play through it? Like, you don't have to be strong enough to play through it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it was weird. Somebody gets their leg cut off and they're like, well, go ahead. Right? Oh, so what, you can't play with the crutch on? She <laughs> <laughs> can't run out there with crutches? No, fool. Just like, no. I don't have the use of that lib right now. Yeah, so uh, my senior year, you know Boom, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boom. Boom was my uh, head coach my senior year. And totally different guy now. Not not like coaching style. Totally different now than he was that year. So, Boom would really like. Oh, man. I can't. I knew Boom and when I was going to school. I can't imagine what he was. <laughs> See? So, that's what I'm saying. But. I, I don't know how it was with you. Boom would, would, he was the ultimate tear you down to build you back up. Cause like he would, he would really just tear someone down. Like, well, like doing a, uh, like if you, if you fucked up, he would let you know that you fucked up. <laughs> but after that, he'd show you, like he'd bring you to the side, tell you why he told you that. And then, you know what I mean? Let you know that. Yeah, that's true. He, he cared for you. Like he, he cared for his players. And you knew it, like, and so you could take the 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 verbal abuse he was taking that he was giving you because the razzing, right? Because then he would literally come, like, stand with you while everybody's running through the play that you just fucked up, you know, at practice, and then <laughs> and he'd tell you, he'd give you like this heart to heart about why he told you and what he's expecting now that you go back in and yeah. that he he actually believes in you that you know you, you'll be able to do all this stuff. And I love Boom Boom loved all his players. He, he, he that's that's his teaching method. 
Yeah, no, it was. And it's totally different now because I've seen him coach now. Um, oh. Like, he uh, he doesn't swear like that anymore. Oh, what? No, yeah. But he doesn't oh, – I, I, I don't think he's coaching football anymore. I mean, the last thing I saw him coach was baseball, I think. Baseball, and, yeah. And this was a while back because, I mean, me and you both left the island a while back, so. I remember I was trying to connect with Boom once, like – I was, I think it was baseball. It was either baseball or basketball or something. And I asked him, like, I think I was doing like flutter kicks or something. And I asked him a question about like ab muscles. And he went off for like 10 minutes, <laughs> like <laughs> about like the importance of the core and the muscle fibers. And so people I was like, oh man, I, I like asking people questions about things they love. <laughs> Like Boom, Boom was at one time the fastest man in Hawaii. Hey, yeah, he played running back at UH. My man broke his finger one game. Uh, they put it in a cast, but he couldn't run right. He couldn't hold the ball right. You know, I mean, they put it in the cast. He wanted to go back in. He went back in. He couldn't play right. He took the cast off. So till this day, he can take his pinky and bend it so it touches his wrist. Oh, <laughs> because of that game. You know what I mean? Wrist. Yeah. Boom's got some stories, man. Boom's been through some shit. I love that man, man. No matter, no matter what, I love that man. Um, let's talk about another coach uh, who just filed a 58-page lawsuit against uh let's see, the Dolphins, Broncos, and Giants. Former Dolphins coach Brian Flores, who was released or who was fired, what, this last month? This month? No, January. Uh, January. I mean. I, I don't know how people didn't see this coming because the firing with the Dolphins was it was like yo yeah but he 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 gave you well one he had ten wins the season before came back in yeah he lost some games but he rallied his team back and they mm-hmm. almost made the playoffs you know what I mean they rallied what they they run out they ran off like seven games in a row was yeah I know they did six and they probably ran seven the and and then you fire him so I it was everybody yeah. in the league it was it wasn't just like. A couple people who like Brian Flores, it was everybody in the league that was so stunned. So this lawsuit alleges discrimination regarding his interview processes with the Denver, New York, and his firing last month by Miami. Um, so with New York, uh, he's saying shows. that he was offered the job but not offered the opportunity because they had already settled on uh, Brian Dobell be- way before um, – they even talked to Brian Flores and he's saying that it's because of the Rooney rule that they just oh, asked okay. him to interview. Yeah. They asked him to interview just so they could um, fulfill the Rooney rule. The Rooney rule is you have to, you have to interview in People, good faith yeah. the minority coaching hires yeah. for different yeah. positions. Yeah. And, and <clears> so <throat> I, and I've seen on at these, least, uh, at least there are a certain number yeah, I, okay. I I went into some of these chat groups and there are oh. some ignorant, ignorant people. Like, some of the chat groups. There's people saying like, well, you know what I mean? Uh, what is he, why is he complaining? It should be totally up to the front office and the owners of the team or who they hire because they're the ones taking the, uh, they're the ones taking uh, the financial responsibility and the hit at the team. It's like, that's not what he's saying. What he's saying is, <sighs> He wasn't offered a fair chance to interview for the job. Like, that's fine if you pick someone else. He understands that if you pick someone else, it's totally up to you. Yes, because 
it's your money that's that that's going to go into paying the coach who you want coaching your team. And uh, Brian Flores is saying that he didn't get the the fair opportunity to get that job. And so yeah. he, the way he found out, people are saying is he got a, a text message from Bill Belichick telling him that, you know, congratulating him about the job. And somehow Brian Belichick was actually text, trying to text Brian Dobell. And Dayball. that's how uh, – Dayball, yeah. And that's how uh, Flores found out <laughs> it wasn't him because he was telling him this was like, I guess, way before they even uh, hired Brian Flores. Like he literally found out that they had made the decision like weeks ahead. Like, so, Yeah. So Flores says that uh, the Giants over Zoom on January 18th was about two weeks ago um, before they hired Joe Shine uh, as the GM. Uh, that the next day, the new GM finalized his interview, his his like sec, his comeback interview, uh, Brian Flores is for the head coaching job of the Giants for the 27th. And then hours later, <clears throat> Bill Belichick uh, texted uh, Brian Flores that he heard from Buffalo uh, and New York Giants that you were their guy, end quote. And when Flores asked him about it, he was like, what does this mean? And Bill Belichick says, sorry, I fucked this up. I double checked yeah. and misread the text. I think they are naming Brian Dayball. I'm sorry about that. End quote. And so they're like, oh, who the fuck y'all talking about this? But that's like, so that's a, a, like one of three parts right. of, and, of, the law, of the lawsuit that he's doing. The other that, one where he was with the Dolphins, they A... Well, the second part is allegedly they told him that they'd give him a hundred the Stephen Ross, the Dolphins the owner. Dolphins owner. The owner. Who's, who's weird as shit anyway. The Dolphins <laughs> fucking owner said, I will give you a hundred allegedly, I will give you a hundred thousand dollars for every Dolphins loss this season. <laughs> what? What? Like I, I think he should be forced to sell that team, even if it's just allegedly. I think he should be forced to sell the team. And um, at the end of 2019, Ross uh, allegedly pressured uh, Brian Flores to recruit a, quote, prominent quarterback, end quote, maybe somebody he's friendly with, um, which Flores says he refused to do uh, as to not violate the NFL tampering rules. Dolphins owner then allegedly invited Flores onto a yacht for lunch in the winter of last of 2020, where he informed him that the quarterback was conveniently arriving at the marina for an impromptu meeting. Brian Flores left the yacht uh, and alleges that he was, quote, treated with disdain and held out as someone who was non-compliant and difficult to work with. Yo, okay, so coach doesn't play ball. And I'm assuming it's Deshaun Watson. Um, I'm pretty sure because that's, I mean, that's the only person they were trying to get at the time. Right, right. Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins. Um, but this is, so Tua's already the quarterback. He's not really working out or he's being injured. Um, and then they're trying to get Deshaun Watson. Uh, Brian Flores says no. 
okay, Bill Belichick texted the wrong Brian. Is that what we're saying? Brian Dayball instead of Brian Flores? I was just I was just talking to Will and me, I was telling him that I think he did it on purpose. <laughs> Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick uh, texted Brian Flores, "Hey, you got the job." Oh, wrong Bill or wrong yeah. Brian. I think he did it on purpose. Why? One, I mean, I don't know who he is, but I think he's I think he's a all right dude. I mean, a lot of people had tons of shit about him to say. Yeah even Spygate and stuff like that. But I also think he stands for some of the right stuff in the NFL. Uh, but also, it could just be him be like, well, you know what? I'm going to fuck your team up. <laughs> I'm going to fuck the Dolphins up. I'm going to fuck the Dolphins up. The Giants, who took two of my Super Bowls away. Right. Who else? And, the, and uh, Denver. Lucy and the Broncos. So with the Broncos, they're saying that when he went to interview, uh, everybody that was supposed to interview him showed up late, and they showed up inebriated. Uh, Get out of here! And I don't think I don't even think. Um, Damn, I don't think Elway even made the interview. I don't know. Yo, is John Elway still part of the Broncos? Yeah. Oh man, is John Lynch still part of the Niners? Yes. Okay, I felt I feel like one of them stepped down or something, or it was just like a. I want to uh the. The Broncos is that from 2019? Yeah. When they hired Fangio. Fangio. Just, yeah. So I mean, it's, I mean, it's just it's the rule is 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 also like it's a good rule in place because it's supposed to be um, keeping teams accountable, but at the same time, it also it's just like. All right. Well, it's kind of like unemployment. They require you to go look for a job, but they're not requiring you to keep the job <laughs> to get your unemployment. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like the NFL right now. You mean they require you to to uh, interview uh, coaches of minority, and but you don't actually have to give them a the right. job. Which or I even mean, I, I know the coaches. Can, yeah, but... I know the coaches are are like, well, I don't want you to give me the job. I want all they want is the fair opportunity to interview for the job. Yeah, let me put my name in there and let my let me let me show you what I can do and what yeah yeah uh, and then make your choice from there. Don't just oh we're not gonna hire the black guy. He's only been around for you know right. This, I this mean, long he's let's go hire somebody else that's experienced and knows what they're doing. But it's like even even like some of these um, coaches that were uh, being considered like like I know you gotta hire them and they gotta earn experience somehow, but. Like when they were asked, they were, they were talking about uh, Jared Mayo when the Raiders decided to interview Jared Mayo for the head coaching job. Um, <laughs> Ooh, I former mean, Patriots linebacker Jared Mayo. Yeah, so he's been the um, uh, what is he now? He's the middle linebackers coach in New England. Okay. And um, but I guess like a lot of the stuff he's been doing in New England, this is how people were trying to justify it. like. He's done a lot of great stuff while in New England, and he's been a uh, an assistant coach out in that system for a long time. So, you know, I mean, people were like, "Well, he he's probably a." Uh, they were saying he's a great defensive mind, and he might be ready to. No, no I don't know, man. Like, like I said, I be, I believe like you got to move through the ranks. Like, if if one of these guys come out of nowhere, um, and all of a sudden become a great like head coach, that's. I mean, super, but 
I feel I still feel like you'd have to be at least a coordinator to seriously be convinced uh, uh, or uh, uh, oh, you should be a coach or an assistant coach to get a shot yeah. at head coach. You can't just yeah. be the hey, the oh. second scout is interviewing for the head coaching job right? or the linebacker right. coach or the tight ends coach. Right. Like in the front office is different. These scouts that uh, they, that they interview, it's because they, they, they're the ones that go out there and see these players. They lay the groundwork for the guys who don't go out there. Like, and they go out and actually see the talent on the field. Yeah. They study the tapes and they bring all that information back to the GMs. So like if he, if he's being a scout and you're considered totally different i think my opinion you know because you're you're the one that's actually evaluating the talent but like but, as a, but for head coach i i, I just i don't the know the decision man. maker right i mean josh mcdonald proved it when he got to denver he just he gave him too much power and i think nothing against jared mill i'm pretty sure he's a really great coach but pay your dues man you know pay your dues Oh, you're saying there should be like a seniority. Not really seniority. You don't have to be. I mean, had he, like I said, like a lot of these coaches, like look at Kevin Moore, he wasn't too like He's already the offensive coordinator in Dallas, uh, doing a great job, which is why he's considered uh, to be a top candidate for some of these coaching jobs. Same with um, uh, Byron Leftwich. Byron Leftwich, you know what I mean? He's another younger guy, but. He's spent his time learning things uh, that are detrimental to being a head coach. So I just I just think like Jared Mayo and Jared Mayo's name was probably I'm pretty sure he'd be a great coach somewhere, you know. But he's a younger again coach of minority. Uh, I think just one of those names where people are like wait, hey, well let's consider. We can bring him in. It looks like uh, we're picking somebody young, interviewing this guy. And, but really, they're just trying to fill out the role. Oh, so Jared Mayo wasn't really under consideration? I don't think so. I mean, really? You don't consider... think he really, he really had like a former player, like short-time uh, linebacker coach, would be able to take over the head coaching job? No, I don't. I don't. I believe in for, I believe in former players though. Right. Uh, so I was gonna say a lot coaches. of former players have become head coaches. Were they always right. like uh, coordinators or other coaches before? Yeah. I. I mean, you know, I mean, like, and and. Uh, what was I? Gonna say? I just lost my train of thought. Sorry, I was thinking. Was the the former players becoming oh, becoming coaches? Uh, do they usually? What did? What is that? Uh, so you know, I mean, like, like so, like. Like, progression uh, at former player, assistant coach, or like position. That's what coach. I'm saying. You you're, you, you <clears throat> usually start out like as a scout uh, scout coach, or then you start moving up uh, positional coaches, like through the positional rankings, mm. and then um, you can be uh, a coordinator. You know what I mean? And then there's also like some of these positional coaches, though they may not be the coordinators, but they're the assistant head coach. Okay. Which is like, you know what I mean? Almost like, all right, well, if I get hurt, you know what I mean? If I, if I can't come to the game, yeah, you're so, he's going to take over. Not my one accord, not my coordinators. Yeah. So just because oh, you're, so I'm not saying that just because he's a, yeah, I'm not saying that just because he's not 
just because he's a positional coach that he's not able to coach. I'm just saying that he's just now becoming like a positional coach. He hasn't, mm. he's been coaching for like maybe three or four years. You know what I mean? And um, no one's really looked at him to be a coordinator yet at all, like somewhere. Like this is the first, like this is the first big job he's going to be considered for, the head coach of the Raiders. Come on. He's a, come on. Maybe, maybe the Dolphins, but not. <laughs> not the Raiders. Go, so, uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, go sign up for that uh, Levasa email uh, yes. newsletter where you newsletter. can catch the new promotions and new products from Levasa Island Apparel. Uh, the best in uh, the South Pacific Island clothing. Me and Lance, me, yeah, me and Lance is seeing some of the new stuff that that Levas is putting out. Trust us, it's, hey, the South Pacific know, wave in all different it. colors. Got the MTV Melanesian. Uriah's uh, Uriah's big quote: "Your grind motivates mine." You see, man, let's go. Not only shirts, we got hoodies. We got the Levasa chunky style. We, we got pillows. Oh, let's go. I want I want to wear I want one of these Love and Light the LNL remake. The LNL remake. Hey, let's go. Shout man, out brother Eri on the, yeah. uh, the me Lance, flips. Me and Lance seeing some of the stuff that are up and coming. So get that newsletter so you know what we're talking about. When we see it, you see it. No, for real. Levasaislandapparel.com. Man, it's a it's Pro Bowl week, which is not as exciting as Super Bowl week, but that that'll be coming up. I I, I one of my uh, memories on Facebook popped up, and it was a conversation between me and my sister. I posted that oh, when did the uh, Pro Bowl turn into a flag football game? <laughs> and then my sister commented, "Flag football? This is touch football." <laughs> what, what year was that? I think I can't even remember. I think it was like two three years ago. But Man. yeah, it's, it's totally changed. The Pro Bowl is what? Is it even AFC NFC anymore? I don't even. Oh no! Don't they? Don't they? Didn't they try to? Don't you get drafted? You get drafted it, onto a team. Is there a? <clears throat> I don't know. There's a skills challenge. There's a a a, a dodgeball tournament. <laughs> well, I know players. I know players have already been named to the Pro Bowl, so I don't know. Oh man! Any Raiders make the Pro Bowl? Yeah. Hunter Renfro. Hey, let's go. Yeah. And I think our punter. Turn the sound off. <laughs> oh, okay. Quarterback, starting quarterback for the AFC, Justin Herbert. Let's go. Uh, running back, Jonathan Taylor. Wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase. Keenan Allen's in there. Uh, Darren Waller was injured a lot this season. <laughs> so. He was. Come wow, on, so, left tackle Rashawn Slater. Hey man, he killed what? for you guys. For the first season starting Pro Bowler, okay, that's a vote. Quinn Nelson's in there. Corey Lindsay also of the Chargers. Yeah, but what did y'all? You know, well, Max Crosby, of course. Max Crosby's in there. Let's go, yeah. the end. So he was the only one actually voted in oh. as a starter. Everybody else um, was a. Renfro is coming in as an alternate, but I mean, hey, that just means that he was considered. Oh, and Perryman, sorry. Damn, Denzel Perryman, let's go. I mean, Stay he may hydrated. Have been, he may have been horrible in coverage, but 
He led the league in tackles. Yo, man. Yeah, he can stick. No, Joey he, well, Bosa. He came up with some good plays. Uh, also, outside at outside linebacker, which I guess that's rushing. Or, I don't know. Uh, Derwin James was able to play a lot. A.J. Cole, puncher for the Raiders. I can't believe that uh, Carlson didn't make Oh, yeah. Well, it was, I guess, Justin Tucker got in over Daniel Carlson. Tucker hit that, like, what, 69-yarder this year? Yeah. Yeah, he does definitely vote in. That's uh, – yeah, that's uh, the Chargers, and we didn't say everybody because not everybody matters. We were only checking right. for the Raiders and the Chargers. Yeah, of course. Uh, but we've got two weeks before the Super Bowl. I feel like we're going to do the Super Bowl um, kind of like the preview and um, like predictions next week's episode before uh, be the February game. I think it's going to be a good game. I think both teams, I think the rosters are um, – pretty evenly matched. Um, I'm also glad that it's two different. If it's not my team, I'm at least seeing two different teams that are. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, the Bengals just, man, um, they're young, they're fast, and they're motivated. <laughs> yeah. I feel you like know? I'm, I'm going to take this week to, like, really get in look into the stats and stuff between comparing these two teams, but right, man, yeah, the Bengals are the young gunners. They are. And they're like, they, they definitely got and kept up this you know, it's it's us against the world yeah, type mentality where, you know, if you believe that everybody is uh, against you, then it really brings your team together. You guys are able to do some some crazy stuff, and it's all in the just the name of spiting those naysayers, and, right? And people that said you couldn't do it, like Jamar Chase was the wrong pick. Joey Burrow wasn't going to equate the defense is doesn't have any big names on it. Like, man, the Bengals are here though. The Bengals are. are here. Yeah, you know, and and when people were talking about Jamar Chase being the wrong pick, you know, I mean, yeah. He he's definitely not the wrong pick, but also <laughs> Joe Burrow is still getting sacked so many times. Oh man, let's look at it up. Yeah, and what even, is that? And I so and I, I don't even know if uh, drafting Ben A would have helped that this year because he he had his troubles early. I mean, he came back around second half of the uh, the season and performed really well, but. I mean, that's tough, man, to have a, a kid. And I'm not saying Benet couldn't do it because he's – that kid can play some ball. But it's tough to ask a kid to come in and perform at left tackle right away, you know? Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I mean, we'll see who the who they continue to kind of, like, stash away as far as linemen to protect right, the franchise, right, right. and. But um, and just as you were saying, like to like you know, what I mean, the narrative that they have, or the the energy that they have about shutting people up that said they could do it. You can say the same thing about the Rams because, you know, they traded for Stafford uh, two years ago. Was it just this year? Was it oh, okay? So they yeah, traded at the for, end of it, it, the last off season. Yeah, so they traded for Stafford, and you know, he never won anything in Detroit. And people were just like, well, I mean, you kind of just traded for the same player, just a bigger guy. 
No, yeah. he, he came in, he did his, <laughs> did his work. No. Um, they started picking up guys, you know, high, uh, high profile names. Uh, they went and got um, Vaughn Miller, they got Jalen Ramsey, and mm-hmm. they got OBJ. And then people were just like, well, you know what I mean? They were new. They lost some games in the regular season. People were like, well, that's not going to work. And um, people were also talking about OBJ. Like, well, he's he's just going to come and disrupt your team. You know, he's not going to come and perform. And lo and behold, he's only had – Showing up. Uh, yeah, he only had like six touchdowns with the Browns the whole time he was there. I think he picked up six touchdowns within six games that he had been with the Rams and still going. I saw so, a, a tweet that said Baker Mayfield really convinced everyone that Odell Beckham was washed. Right. <laughs> right. And then even and then when uh, McVay entered the second half of that last game with no timeouts, I'm pretty sure it was like another failed um yeah. Belichick uh <laughs> protege. Like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. Sean McVay? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know his ties to Belichick, but someone will say that. So. Oh man, yeah. When he burned that last time out, yeah, with like ten minutes left. I was like, oh, people were, people were like, yeah, well, there goes the Rams season. <laughs> yeah, know? man. Literally, the Niners really just the have the Niners really just had to play that. I don't know a little bit more aggressively and, and put it away. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> how both, do you think both... Niner fans are feeling this week? Do you think it's hit them yet? It's only oh, been my. like two days. Man, if you like, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny like you scenes like you, you have your you can tell like some of these guys who are diehard and some of them who are just like for show and then but there are some man there are people were like i've seen stuff like uh, <laughs> uh one person on my on my facebook page was just like yo shut the fuck up like if your team didn't make the playoffs you know what i mean or shut the fuck up you guys have been on the house like well, you guys are super aggressive right now. Like, <laughs> like you lost. Bro. And then I've seen, like, <laughs> I've seen one person, sorry, my guy, he's going to know who he is. I don't even know if he listens to my podcast, but he he put his birth certificate because he was born in San Francisco. Oh, no. And, and his post was like, yo, if you guys don't have a birth certificate that says you're from the state or city that you're cheering for, then really you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wow, is that how deep we're going? <laughs> is that how deep we're going? You gotta have you gotta have soil ties. <laughs> right. I was like, yo. Else get out of my face. I was like, then you know, you have these regular fools who are just like, yeah, you know, I mean, we, we're not gonna come and sit on the couch. You know, the jokes are we made room for you on the couch, and it was like, well, we're not gonna come sit on your couch, we're gonna get our own because the couch you're on is already dusty from you guys lost early. It's like Okay. Uh, uh, all right, the, that's, that's okay. Good, good effort. Right, and then the other ones are just like, "Well, if you didn't make the championship game, it was like, well, you didn't make the Super Bowl, so we're still in the same fucking boat." <laughs> that's what I'm saying. At the, the end of the Super year, Bowl. at the end of the year, there's 30 other teams that did not that won as many Super Bowls as you did. Right. So, oh, man. This, the goal this every so year funny. is to win a championship, and you know what? The rest of us are just all in the same boat right now. Right. Right. Except for the Bengals and the Rams. And even one of those teams, it won't matter if they made it to the Super Bowl either. Why? Because they're going to lose it. (laughs) Exactly. They're going to lose it. Oh, you made it. Nobody remembers second. No. Yeah, you're in the championship team's highlights for the rest of eternity, but 
Hey, you man, ain't one, win of my, shit. one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite people, man, if you ain't first, you last. <laughs> <laughs> and second place is first place loser. <laughs> oh, Ricky Bobby, baby. Hey, there you go. <laughs> the legend of. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean, Frisco fans are going through it and they're about to take their quarterback away, who I know a lot of Frisco fans are going to be happy about. But yeah. I mean, if Trey Lance isn't ready, then there's no reason them being happy about being uh, having Garoppolo traded when they're just going to have another quarterback who's going to sit in there and make the same mistakes. Uh, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested to see if there's going to be any more like coaching news, uh, and then to follow the Brian uh, Flores. Oh yeah, uh, and you know, and and so the thing that everybody's talking about. Um, RG3 came out and said it too. And he said it as well when he first put out his statement about suing the NFL is that he said that he knows that he's probably losing his opportunity to ever be a head coach in the NFL. And he said, not just a head coach, but I'm probably losing my opportunity to ever coach in the NFL again. I'm giving my, I'm, I'm giving up my dream. He said, just so he can, you know I mean? Make sure that this never happens again. That's pretty much what he said. RG3 said the same thing. He tweeted that, um, like, how, this man literally is giving up his chance yeah. at a dream that he's had since he was little to call out people, you know? So that's, uh, it's, it's admirable. It's it's heartbreaking for him, but you know what I mean? It's, it's something that had to happen because people can't keep doing that. I mean, again, yes, it's up to uh, owners and head offices to make those decisions about who they want to hire. But I mean, based on what are you basing your hiring on? You know, and if you're not giving people the opportunity to, if you're just fake giving opportunities, I mean, what are you doing? Just They're just trying to hire the guy they want while fulfilling the rules to, that yeah. are supposed to be inclusive to, to everybody. Um, Flores is <clears throat> Flores's quote, uh, as you were saying, God has gifted me with a special talent to coach the game of football, but the need for change is bigger than my personal goals. In making this, the decision to file the class action complaint today, I understand that I may be risking coaching the game that I love and that has done so much for my family and me. My sincere hope is that by standing up against systemic racism in the NFL, others will join me to ensure that positive change is made for generations to come. Um, and in the lawsuit, uh, the firm representing Flores said the coach hopes to, quote, shine a light on racial injustices that take place inside the NFL uh, and that the areas Flores said he'd like to see addressed are to increase the influence of black individuals in hiring, increase the objectivity of hiring, terminating GMs, head coaches and coordinators, increase the number of black coordinators, incentivize hiring slash retention of black GMs, head coaches and coordinators, and transparency of pay for GMs head coaches and coordinators. And again, the the lawsuit also seeks unspecified damages from the league. um, And I know it's it's not a money thing for the guy, man, because he was going to get paid anyway, because there's no way another team wasn't going to pick him up. Even if it was just as a coordinator, I, he's, he's proven to be a great coach. And I mean, maybe the giants, maybe it wasn't a racial thing that the giants, 
had already, maybe that's just who they want. Or maybe that's his friend. That's still, you know what I mean? But you still, the opportunity should have been, they, they didn't even give him the opportunity to, to really fairly interview for the job. And that's what he's really fighting for. To, <clears throat> just for people to have a fair shot. Right, right. I mean, and then, like he said, even coordinators. So, like, like I was just talking about Jared Mayo. Um, maybe he doesn't get a chance to be a coordinator. Like, I know people are talking about being a head coach, but maybe, they, like, maybe now he gets an actual opportunity to be a coordinator somewhere because he, he probably deserves that, you know, to, to keep rising up into the ranks and not get turned away. And I know a lot of these owners, it's, like, probably, like, just the old mentality of hiring people uh that are that have been in positions like this before you know yeah. what i mean like i was saying earlier and but something has to change so but that's what um, i was gonna say how does it change though like you got to change the rules right right I mean, I mean but so they did change the rule they added the rooney rule they added the rooney rule requires that you interview minority coaches or uh positions when you're doing uh or hires when you're doing those positions and now people are trying to circumvent those rules by just <clears throat> like not really interviewing minority coaches they've like already decided yeah i mean it's just it's that old boys network mentality that has to go away i feel like that's just rich like that's the super rich are just like we're gonna do it the way we want to do it or we're gonna not like we're gonna do it in any certain way we want this and we're gonna get that so like we want was it the giants the giants wanted brian dable but i mean maybe yeah maybe the giants had been in a long-term kind of scope and they weren't considering brian flores because why the hell would the Dolphins fire Brian Flores? And then he becomes available. So I can see how <clears throat> maybe they just kind of threw him in late and decided right. not to go with him. But yeah. the Dolphins side of it is what's got me. Like, the owner wanted to lose games for a better draft pick. Like, he was That's willing so... to pay for that. He was willing to, like, force his coach to break the rules for like tampering and stuff trying to i mean yeah. is that like i'm sure there are going to be some people that are like well that's what you got to do if you really want it if you're not cheating you're not trying and it's just like nah, the rules are there so that everybody gets a fair like go at at players to make fair teams to make it's, you know yeah it's it's like in the NBA. I mean, the a lot of the uh, bargaining rules change and are set because for small market teams that won't get the opportunity to um, otherwise yeah. fight for other uh, for players like high profile players, and so like rules like that, like no tampering, is because uh, you want to get the same. Like, yeah, what what if you get to him early before someone else gets to him or yeah. Uh, maybe he's still on contract. Now you're going to sway him from uh, doing something because you've talked to him yeah. when you're not supposed to, you know, why he's still under a contract. Yeah. And that could also go into him. Hopefully no player ever does it, but if you want to go to another team, 
and someone's offering you something, but you're still on contract, what would you do to get to that team? So now you're going to go out there and play shitty on purpose? Maybe. Ooh. Or you're going to start maybe, maybe you're going to go in on like Antonio Brown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, Ben just, Simmons? Just is it Ben Simmons, see? And that's why those rules are in place. So, yeah. Where do you think Ben Simmons wants to go? Uh, Anywhere? Home? Do you think he has a preference? He wants to go home. You want to send him back to Australia? You said <laughs> deport. Uh, no, I. You know what? I. I think he wants to go to a team. He's young, and I was the same way when I was younger. I want to go somewhere where I think that people want me to be. Like I. I, I want to be wanted. And I think he wants to go somewhere where he's wanted. Because um, Philadelphia, I think they they have their own fault in this fuck up because. They told him it's cool, you know what I mean? And after after uh, that, after the playoff stuff, they were telling him, no, we're not going to change you. We're not looking to trade you. We're not looking to do this. And then so he goes into the offseason and he starts going to work. And then all of a sudden he starts hearing all this, like they're trying to trade him or they're, you know what I mean? Uh, they're willing to talk to teams about dealing him. So now you just like, you've taken the trust that he had and you crumpled it like a paper and, do it in the trash. And so, yeah. He's already Probably feeling bad it. because of all the shit that, about the shooting stuff. You know what I mean? He can't shoot. He can't do this. How's he going to be a superstar? But there's so many players who out there who are superstars that couldn't shoot for shit. But they, I swear. What they did, yeah, what they did was they they stuck to what they did, and they did it really well. And Ben Simmons' skill set is a skill set that not many NBA players have not many good NBA players have so he could have just continued doing what he was doing if they wanted to if they really wanted to and disclaimer no I'm not an NBA GM NFL GM or anything of that sort but if they really wanted to maximize Ben Simmons they would have surrounded him and Embiid with shooters if that's what they wanted uh pick up two shooters off your bench pick one up they can start and then you still have um what's you know what they try to do <clears throat> you have like uh what is uh j cole's name on their team but there's not a shooter though but there's a score huh. and so his skill set is almost uh i would liken it to ben simmons skill set like you know uh he's okay butler's a really good mid-range shooter but what they're talking about ben simmons is so they literally were so um, fixated on him not being able to shoot from three. Like, okay, um, fine. If they gave him, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay. Uh, <clears throat> like, okay. yeah, Giannis can hit threes now, but he doesn't hit them like, he's not shooting like 45% from three. I swear I've seen a training video of Ben Simmons hit like 10 threes in a row. That's what I'm saying. But it, and it also could be psychological. Who wants to hear that you're about to get traded all the time or that you can't do this or when you go into a game? Has I know been hearing that for years, though? Yeah, I know. But it, like I said, it's his I mean, I, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't like it either, especially for, yeah. <laughs> for the entire yeah. time I was in, in a team. Plus, again, too, like these kids are praised from when they're like 12. You know what I mean? They're put on this pedestal. You think he's get, soft? I do. I do. I think he's soft, man. I think he's soft. Uh, I know. I, I, I think so too. It kind of looks that way. It's like yeah. 
I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, get so, your ass in here yeah, and play. Right, I don't, don't want to. I don't want to play. And then, <laughs> so and then and then it's it's hard to say that like now because people are more aware of um, mental health. Yeah. You know, oh so, wait, did he say it's mental health problems? So he said that's why he took some time away from the game because he wasn't um, he wasn't uh, feeling right mentally to go back and play because of everything that's happening. I get it, man. I'm not one to be like, no, he's faking because that's shitty. If like you're really having something going on with you, like if it's depression, because depression is real, or just you're not you're you're not feeling loved. You know, what I mean, that's real. And I'm not gonna call you out. Why do you do all those things before though? Like, like not showing up to the the practice or showing up to the practice and like standing off of the huddle. You like you ain't even trying to break the huddle with your teammates. Because that's I, how bad the mental health is that you came to practice and acted like you were a disinterested, disgruntled star about to be traded. So I mean, remember like it we doesn't saying, match man, up. Like, I mean, okay. Like 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 we were saying about coaches uh, in Samoa, like. It could be the same thing with the players there. Like, just it's like, oh, so, so what? You don't want to be part of this organization, you know what I mean? So, oh, so we're not good enough to play with. And then, well, if you're gonna start saying that to me, and I'm playing, I'll be like, you know what? Fine. If you guys think that way, then, you know what I mean? Obviously, the riff is there, and so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put myself in that situation to where I have to listen to that all day, and them knowing that it wasn't me that was trying to get traded. It was an organization trying to trade me. But the thing Ben Simmons also has to understand is uh, it's a business. It's a business. I That's so exactly. That's the other thing. It's like, it's why is he part of this because, team? Oh, because right. he's working on his business and his business is not getting injured while trying to get traded to a bigger market. But what I'm saying is, is he has to understand that when teams start talking about trading you away, no matter how loyal you were to the team, no matter how the city loves you or you love the city, it's always a business decision when they're yeah. trading you. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, team, their whole goal is to win a championship and make money. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And if they don't feel like you're a part of the, uh, you're part of that, um, you're a part of what they're trying to do, Obviously, they're gonna look for someone who's able to do it. And if it's not you, you away. then you're gonna get traded away. And I, like, so the guys that are going into the league now, I think they should all have classes on stuff like this, you know, yep. or or yep. like even therapy, because um, what he should be doing now, you're gonna trade me. Like, okay, I wanted to stay, but if you're gonna trade me, then fine, I'm gonna go to this other team. We're gonna come back next season. And you guys are gonna lose every fucking game when you play me, and I'm gonna, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and that, and I know it's tough, and it, not everybody can can do it, but that should be your mentality. That should definitely be your mentality. Like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. be back. Yeah, okay, peace. All right, appreciate it. Thank you for everything that I was able to do here. All right. Deep yeah. down, yeah, it's, let 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 it burn, man. Like the song said, let it burn. Let it burn. <laughs> I I'm uh, I'm a person that believes that you don't uh, you don't find a way around your emotions or problems. The only way around it is the way you came in. Same way you go out through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 
take that, take all that energy that they're giving you, use it, go somewhere, get better. You know what I mean? And and when you get to that team, uh, make that team your team. Like whatever whatever they didn't want from you, whatever you were trying to put into Philly, yeah. go to Sacramento, put it in the Sacramento. Ooh. Make them better. You know, make them better. Or or go over to uh I would have said Chicago uh a season ago, but we're good. You guys are uh, good. Now. Yeah. <laughs> only only because I mean it'd be hard for him to fit in because what they what don't make me talk about Chicago. Anyway, they need a they need a post player. That's what they need. They need post players. Uh, he is, is not, actually, you know what? Shoot no, <laughs> but he handles the ball. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but, uh, he would take touches away from Lonzo. Lonzo. Okay. Um, so my thing is, if I was coaching anybody who's looking to get uh, Ben Simmons, is you put him in the post and make him your best post passing player of all time history. You want him to be your point guard? Let him run it from in the post. Oh, let, let him run your your whatever offensive point guard. Let it run it all through him in the post, you know. So you put him in there, and you can play. You want to play small ball? He's like six nine, six ten. Play him at center. Giannis played center. You know what I mean? But they ran the offense through Giannis. Um, <laughs> you don't. You won't see it. But if you watch old highlights of like the Bulls when Rodman got there, the ball would go into the post. Jordan was still the one who ran the team, but the plays would start in the post. They dump it in and see, I mean, you know what I mean? And everything would flow around that triangle offense. You push it um, in, and if there's a shot there, good. Otherwise, there's an open pass somewhere right. else. Right. You see, a lot of these championship teams, you always notice that they have a really great passing big man. Um, and Ben Simmons is the ultimate passing big man. At 6'10", uh, the size he's got, oh, yeah. his vision – he can see over everything, yes, from the point guard position at the top, but he can also see over everything going out. And he'll find, just like LeBron, the way LeBron finds shooters when he's in the post, same thing. Ben Simmons is that guy. He'll find you. He'll find your shooters. Put him in the post. Put him in the post with another rebounder on the other side in the post and then surround him with three shooters. You're good. You're good. Can you, can you do that in Chicago? Or where's man? Where is he going? Golden like, State. What are they giving up for him? Um, uh, Wiseman and pick another player, but Wiseman off of potential, and because uh, it'll be a new start for both players. I know they're gonna have to get more. So, Wiseman and man, you know what? Any of the young guys on on their team right now would be good. With Wiseman, Wiseman and Wiggins, Wiseman and Wiggins, Wiggins Clay Thompson. A, no, no, Philadelphia. I, mean, uh, I, I think he's still untouchable. He's just got back. And right now, him Wiggins, and, him and Steph are untouchable. Him and Steph are untouchable. So I mean, and yeah, you could trade Draymond, but I think you also need Draymond to be on that team to set everybody straight. But if you trade Wiggins, who's at a his trade value right now is at an all time high, him becoming a. a an all-star starter, uh, and then Wiseman just off of potential. So now you have a three who you can trade because Ben Simmons can play three, but this three can shoot what you wanted. Uh, yeah. Wiggins can shoot. And he can. And Wiggins is a cheese. I think you could trade him straight up for Wiggins, honestly. Ooh. I think that would be they, a straight up. There have been the Sacramento 
Kings bowed out because they said they were the Sixers were asking too much. Well, they wanted Fox and something else, and Fox is like their franchise, but they also have Halliburton, so they might have been asking for Halliburton too. Halliburton, but you think that uh, I don't know if Philadelphia would think Andrew Wiggins straight up for Ben Simmons would be enough. Maybe picks no, and stuff. No, I think he's I think he's good enough to go straight up, but no, I, I don't think Philly would. Um, they would definitely not take him straight up just because of the money they've already put into Simmons. They're going to want something more. And because everybody at the beginning, like they were asking for ridiculous shit. Like they were like, they wanted a, a, a an all-star caliber player and like the first round pick. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? And some money probably because his contract is ridiculous. <clears throat> I don't know. Well, Maybe he'll just wait out this year and then he'll be a free agent. I mean, at, at the at this point, I think that's what he has to do, and that's what's going to happen. Um, which is going to be really bad for Philadelphia if he does leave free agency because now they get nothing back. I mean, he's willing to do that. That's no, he is. That's fine. He is, and, and so all of this is going to benefit Ben Simmons. Really? Oh no, he just signed a five-year. Oh, see, so either way. You know what I mean? Philly's still losing out because now they're out. Probably their best player besides Joe Embiid, you know, uh, and they have to pay him all that money and they can't really sign anybody else um, to the team without letting go of him because of all that money that's locked up in Ben Simmons. It's a lose-lose for both parties because they're going to find a way not to pay Ben Simmons. He's signed through 25 2025, the end of the 2024-2025 season. I mean, if if uh, if they were willing, the Lakers could really trade uh, Rody for uh, for Simmons. And but the only thing is, now you're getting a point guard who can't shoot. Brody? Of a point, yeah. Uh, Westbrook. Oh, damn. Yeah. So yeah. So. It has to be the right fit for no, Philly. No, they're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Philly's like, Philly's yeah. like, oh, we want a shooter. And we're like, Russell Westbrook. And they're, they're like, is this mic on? We want a shooter. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what what the trade would have been is what I heard they were asking for was him and uh, 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 Taylor Horton. That's it. That, and obviously something else, but Horton was really – Bro, THT yeah, uh, was the the thing we were we were not traded Ben Simmons for. I, I forgot what else it was, but Come on. and and then probably even draft picks. But Philly was just asking everybody for. Like, I don't think we really have draft picks. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. But Philly was asking people for like stuff stuff they couldn't like. They were like, yeah, right. Like, come on. It almost it was almost like Philly really didn't want to trade him. <laughs> like you know the stuff they were yeah. asking. For. They're like, well, I mean, but that's what you want to do, right? Like, if you're going to trade away one of your stars that you drafted highly and that's developed into, like, a high, even more higher potential player, get, a, get what you can while you can. Because, right, right. I mean, what did they get for James Harden for to the, to the Nets? What? I forgot what they gave. Worth it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, was and the, the draft the, picks because the Rockets, the Rockets are like Jalen so Green. Uh, that's I think that's how they got Jalen Green. So James I mean, trade. 
They got some uh, four-team trade, a move that Harden and Durant pushed for. Uh, see, the Rockets received when they – man, where is it? Uh, Rockets received Karis LeVert. Oh. Donis Kurics. Three first-round picks. See, there you go. Four first-round pick swaps. Dante Nexum. And a 2022 first round pick. So they got, oh, okay. From the Nets, they got four pick pick swaps and three first rounders, 22, 24, 26. For the Cavs, they got a first rounder. So they got four first round picks, Karis LeVert, Dante Exum. Which they used one of those picks to pick up um, Jalen Green. And then they also got, Another kid who I think deserves to be on the roster that, I, that they sent him to the G League was uh, Josh Christopher, who's going to be an amazing guy in the league. I think if he gets an opportunity. So I mean, yeah, that and and I so think the, that's, the Sixers want something like that, which is ridiculous because there's <laughs> he's not he is not James Harden. I'm sorry. I mean, no. yeah, no, but um, I think another team that what he would definitely fit on would be like over in uh, Memphis. You pair him with uh, uh, John Jackson. John Jaron Jackson. So you have, you know what I mean? That's, and you can play Jaron Jackson and Ben Simmons at five and four. Now you have two guys, one of your, you play Jaron Jackson at four because he can shoot and he can stretch, but he's also 6'10", almost the same skill set as Ben Simmons. Uh, and then you put Ben Simmons in the post so he can pass from the post and do his thing around the basket without having to worry about popping threes. There we go. Man, yeah. oh, so. Basically, I, I, I don't think he's going to get traded because I don't think teams uh, either have what the Nets, I mean, the uh, Sixers Fish. are asking for, yeah. or they're not willing to do it right now because it's like you're – it's almost the end of the season. A lot of these teams are going to – not the end of the season, sorry. Half of the season, and then a lot of these teams are in a playoff push. I mean, even some of the bottom teams are still hopeful that they'll get into a playoff push, and if they're still doing well without um, without a Ben Simmons. Like, yeah. and if he comes – he hasn't been playing, and if he comes in, he could still be a disruption to some of the teams. But also, it's hard to pass up if it's a, it's a, if it's a good enough deal um, – it's hard for teams to pass up the talent that Ben Simmons is because he is a really, really, really good player. Ben, you just wish he had like a I want to play attitude. But yeah, you're right. It could be, you know, well, they, these people don't want me. Why would I even waste yeah, the why, attempt? Why, why yeah. would I put myself in danger why, of hurting myself playing for a team that doesn't want me, doesn't believe in me, won't give me the opportunity that I want? And ending my career on like a, a broken ankle, just like <clears throat> I can see it. I get it. Um, next week we're going to do like a a, a Bengals Rams Super Bowl breakdown, and we need to find out what bets we're gonna make because it's legal where we are. <laughs> um. On this inter or on the Super Bowl, like some prop bets or like, 
Yeah, I want to see a lot of the what the parlays are going to be too. Like, uh, bro, let's hit them. Let's hit all the parlays. First touchdown, uh, stuff like that. Who, man, the guy that got the first touchdown on the was it the Chiefs game? Uh, it was a hundred dollar bid for fifty thousand, sixty thousand. And then there was a what was that? Let's do, let's do like. Fifty dollars each, right? And like spread that out on some bets and see how much money we. All get. right, let's. Uh, okay, we'll talk to no. We'll get no on here, so that way. Oh man, yeah. Okay, yeah. The the actual. You know, he, he, you know who else we should call? Because just because I know he, he probably down a bit. We should try to get Eddie on here because I know my man bets. You think does Eddie bet? Oh man, I yeah no I don't know. We will have to ask him and yeah, figure we'll out what the because I know Tim does. Wow, man, man, if we could get Let's Tim go. from Tom Wall. <laughs> Let's go. You know what? I'm going to hit up Tim and see if he's available sometime next week. Bro, let's do it. Sunday. Yeah. It seems uh, a big better. Well, then for sure. Yeah, people that know what they're they're looking for. Yeah. Uh, we want to talk to those people. But also, yeah, let's put some bets down and see what we can do. Yeah. And, and no. see how that goes. But we'll start yeah. by taking this week to kind of break down uh bagels versus rams and and picking up some data and stats and listening to a bunch of things to uh get some more information on that and be able to give out some some solid picks some solid picks yeah that'd be dope and then Uh, and then we'll also break the game down i guess (laughs) at at some point (laughs) while we're betting on it we'll be like oh we're doing this because the Rams are 26 versus the pass. Right. I'm, I'm going to give you a pre-bet before we get to I mean, yeah, I'm going to give you a pre-bet before we get to the actual episode. We, you can change your answer if we get to the episode and you feel it's different. All right. But this is just the regular big bet. Rams or uh, or Bengals. Who you got? Oh, man. I want to say Bengals. Rams. Rams. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's like, I'm saying with you, I want I want Joe to, to, to win his that'd be amazing. And just yeah. Jamar Chase. Like it that's such as good. They even have a lineman that went to LSU. They recreated the picture. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I saw that. so yeah. that's that's I think that's special, man. And Joe Burrow is gonna be the first quarterback if he wins to win a Heisman, a championship in college, and an NFL Super Bowl. So uh yeah. After tearing his knee, man, it's that's that's so I wow. kind of, I kind of hope he doesn't get it. The only reason I hope Joe Burrow loses is because I don't want to hear the Justin Herbert comparisons over the next ten years, right? I don't want Justin to have to like already be a Super Bowl behind. I, well, also, yeah, I know, I, I feel what you mean, but I always think that Justin Herbert's still the better quarterback. <sighs> I don't know. Come, if like you put, I don't know if you put Jamar Chase onto the Chargers. Oh man, go for it! You know what? No, if you. And it's not just Jamar Chase, man. He has one of the better receiving cores in the league. Yeah. And you can't you can't say no because T. Higgins and uh, Tyler Boyd are. And then they have what is the tight end's name? The tight end with the ankle with the like injury. He yeah. got like best up CJ Uzoma. Yeah. yeah. yeah so he Uzoma. might uh, he might not be able to play the Super Bowl. So, uh, but like, he's a big part of like uh other like under. Yeah. So yeah yeah so I mean yeah. It's not, not to take anything away from Joe Burrow because he's just a fucking amazing quarterback. But it, it's not just Joe Burrow out there throwing touchdowns. It's guys that are 
uh, getting touches, you know what I mean? Getting open for him and just, gosh, Jamar Chase is so just, you thought Justin Jefferson had a good rookie year? Man, and then, for real. And then Jamar Chase comes in. <laughs> so, hey, man, if, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm guys like, if I'm picking receivers right now, I'm always going to be at LSU's practices looking scouting them because, <laughs> because uh, Terrence Marshall, I think, is going to be the other receiver that's actually going to break out next oh, season. Yeah, I need to watch more of those highlights. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. So Rams, I, I want, I want OBJ to win one. Oh yeah, okay. There, yeah, I mean, there's some vets on yeah. the Rams too. Like can, I, I, I would like to see AD get one. Vaughn got one already. Yeah, AD would be there. Vaughn got one already. Um. OBJ can be a knucklehead, but I think I, I like I like seeing him. Like he's genuine. That's why I like him. Okay. I think he's genuine. I don't think he's fake. And I, I know sometimes he does a lot of stuff with the camera, or even before when he was younger. But if you see him now, he's about to have a baby with his girlfriend, and you know, what I mean, he's been there the whole time, like just taking pictures there, um, and just all those. I know it's just social media, but you know, what I mean, it looks like he's really a part of that. Like he's he just can't wait to be a father. And then him um, going over to console Debo at the end of the game. Like, I mean, I know you see a lot of it, but it's like he took time out of his celebration to go console someone from the other team. Like, yeah. like you have to be really conscious about that other person to go to stop your celebrating because you're about to go to your first Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and go over there and console this guy who's – who was just a minute ago about to take your chance away from going to a Super Bowl. Um, did you hear the report that he was talking shit to him the whole time? He was like, yeah, motherfucker, this is Rams country. We gonna play here next week. Y'all not even gonna be here. Y'all gonna be at home. You be at home, Debo. Hey, keep your head up. You gonna be at home. I'm gonna be right back here on the field at SoFi playing for a Super Bowl. You remember I didn't the hear Super that. Bowl? it's like you you lucky you got here as a rookie debo i'm getting here now you know and that's so funny because that's uh that's the type of player i was playing basketball i would have done something like that that's no (laughs) bro if you ever want to hear your head up man you could come in second next year too that's the oh man (laughs) i on a basketball court i've said some of the raw shit ever oh man i've been uh uh, kind of insufferable uh, playing Mario Party these last few weeks. Like, oh, if man. I get a lead and I know it's gone, it's like, I mean, I'll talk. My Bro. thing about talking shit during gameplay is like, if it's Call of Duty, Bro, I don't care if you're a four or you're 64 and we're playing against each other, Bro, I'm, <laughs> we're going in on you, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'm a pretty good sport, but I'll needle people. I'll talk a little shit, but it's just like, I'm joking, right? <laughs> just laugh it off. Okay, don't cry. Here, take this tissue. I, I, um, man, am I going to say this on? We won a game to go to a championship game. And while we were, we were already up by like 20 before the game finished, I asked one of my players if he had um, paper in his uh, bag to give me some paper. So he had paper, some cut up like four small strips of paper. So I write and I said, write ticket and put $5 admission on it. I said, okay, cool. 
they gave it to me after the game. I went and handed it to the coach. I said, like, here, if you want to come watch us win the championship game, here's tickets for you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you gave that to the coach? Yeah, because he was ta- he was swearing at my players during the game. Oh, you were a coach. I thought you were playing. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Oh, you did this coach to coach? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, he, he, he was on the he was on the sidelines no. just like – he was saying like really raw shit to my players, and I was like, okay, all right, all right. That the opposing coach was talking shit to your players. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can get yeah, it. So, I mean, you know what I mean. And I've even uh, had my players stand on the side as uh, teams are leaving, so we could wave goodbye to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? All I right, mean, wave goodbye, guys. It, I was younger at the and so that's this is also. Uh, probably a bad thing when you're a younger coach. Like I started coaching high school sports at, I think I was like 22 or 23. And I took my first head coaching job in American Samoa. Do you try to coach up here? I, I haven't really tried, but I, I, I looked when I first got out here. I'd love to be an assistant coach somewhere. Basketball. Yeah, basketball. I mean, if I coach football, just gonna be out there watching. Let's <laughs> <clears throat> run the uh, annexation of uh, Puerto Rico. You should say, like, I don't know if you've looked into it lately, but I'm sure there are like hella teaching positions open. <laughs> you can be a basketball coach real quick. So, what's your degree in? Uh, availability. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm not scared of COVID. <laughs> I can be here. <laughs> like I'm vaccinated. All the time. <laughs> Get it. Yeah, no. I mean it like I always like to encourage people to do things that they love. Oh my gosh. If uh I could name my um ultimate dream job, it was to it would be to be a coach, uh coaching basketball somewhere while I'm able to take photos of every channel I go to and sell those photos. <laughs> Bro, that would be the ultimate job. I mean, Let's go. Yeah, Let's no, go I mean, sports photography. I feel like sports photography is its whole section. It is. It is actually, uh, and you need totally different equipment. Yeah, to yeah. Do that. It's then like it's prom yeah. photos. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. Uh, yeah, but yeah, like man. you would need whole different uh, gear. For oh that, yeah. yeah! Oh my gosh. Like if you're shooting football, you've seen the lenses they use out there because uh, plays are so far. Like you know what I mean, just the equipment they have. That okay. it's, so like basketball, you could probably get away with like you know just your regular lens. That's how they have those like on field pictures. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, they're really on the sideline. They just got this long cannon of a, and and some of them aren't just just the long ones. It's just the the quality of the wow. Like, yeah, but you see them. Like, you see them on, on on the field, like at the end zone with those big white uh lenses just taking pictures and and that's why someone to get run over because you know because <laughs> they're looking at hell far and they don't yeah. see it. yeah but i mean it's, yeah man so i'm hyped for next week uh talking about the betting um again the comparison between the teams we can talk about that and uh hopefully we'll have more news on the the Flores case. Uh, I know the NFL put out a statement and said that, you know what I mean, um, that the 
accusations are unfounded. So they're they're really gonna fight it. The they, what did they use? Oh, accusations have no merit. That's what the NFL said. That was their statement. We so find out. Yeah, I mean, because that's, that's yeah, that's not just going to gonna affect. <laughs> that's not just going to affect football. That's going to affect a lot of things. Because good, yeah, things that should change are going to be changed. Hopefully, um, and Brian Flores is just a hero for just even putting these things to light. You know, if he if 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 by any means he doesn't win this case or uh, he doesn't. Get the outcome he wants i think uh a victory for him anyway because he'll be bringing light to a lot of things that should be brought to light so dig it let's yeah. see and bring it all to light let's uh let's figure it out and make everything fair for everyone hell yeah all right um uh, that's our show for the two week mark or i guess 10 days now 12 days from super bowl 56 um so those uh shout outs anything new this week oh man shout out to uh jay charlie uh every time i pop up on uh, instagram to check it when i'm doing something she's got something going on something amazing she's posting stuff about you know just giving um just giving like exposure to a lot of the people that she knows yes. that's so dope like you know what i mean yeah just yeah and then just the things that she's doing the uh the little the, the the West Coast tour she's doing she's already in Seattle I think it is right uh-huh. yeah she left uh she left here um in Portland she did her thing in Portland I can't wait to see what all the projects she did out here and now she's in Seattle so uh Jay if you're listening um shout out to you you're doing a great 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 job great yes, job sir. amazing to watch and uh shout out to you man first week down to work at a new job you know what I mean? And you about to, about to start doing things without a, without any reins without on. Without a gonna, supervisor. Yeah, they're going to let the chains Let's loose. go. Let's you know? go. <clears throat> I'm liking it. It's uh, able to be home a lot more than the last job. Right. It's so like that's, going that's, from six nights out and like out until 8 p.m. And now it's like, I work from home, yo. Yeah, that's dope. That's good, man. I uh, love it. Shout out to Sammy and uh, and little baby. I know. I know. I speak for everybody who who knows you guys. We can't wait to see baby come and and things just. Yeah, we're happy. We're happy. Everything's happening for you right now, man. Uh, Thanks, so, yeah, man. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. Uh, yeah, not yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't, man, I can't wait. Uh, I got like 40 days left before, uh, my first child arrives. Hell yeah. Uh, first of many, many, hopefully. Uh, yeah, I feel like we, uh, I, I offered to Sammy, I was like, we should just go have kids until we have like an even number of like boys and girls and then we can stop or keep going i don't know i don't know man i want hella kids but also like i'm not incubating 
a child for nine months inside of my body. So I don't really get to say fully, like, just whenever right. I want. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's more what she wants. So yeah, no. I'm serious. like, yo, let's do it. Uh, let's, yeah, man. let's make a basketball I mean, team. I'm pretty sure she likes to hear basketball team rather than football team. So. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 11 of them things? No, thank you. Hit the lottery and do a bunch of surrogates. But I mean, one or twenty. I know that both of you are going to be great parents. So yeah, man, exciting, exciting, Thank exciting. Thank you. Yeah, super excited. Shout out to uh, uh, Levasa Island Apparel, uh, always for sponsoring us and uh, for the new goodies that they got on LevasaIslandApparel.com. Sign up uh, for the newsletter, man. Sign up for the newsletter. Yeah, get, get that there. follow button on uh, I, uh, IG or. Um, Oh, yeah. Facebook as well. Hit those follow buttons and check out the site, man. Yeah, I think there's like a 22% discount on, on one of the uh, letters or something. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you could get some yeah really dope uh, Island Apparel for oh, a pretty and, good price right now. Yeah, while we're at it, too, man. Because uh, also, uh, Eri uh, gave a really nice shout out to him. Shout out to Sefa. If, uh, hey, yeah. If you're looking for really good music, Sefa just put out a new album. Go on to his, uh, hit his IG up. I mean, you know, shoot him, shoot him some. Sefa's cool, man. If you if you shoot him some money, he's never given people uh, an amount of money they should shoot him for the, for the album. But if you give him the album, he'll give you the link to the full album. You can download the album. It's really good music. Your money's gonna go to something great because. All the money that Sefa gets, he puts back into his work that he likes to give back to you. So, yes, if you're really into good music, man, uh, check out Sefa M on Instagram. Uh, and support, 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 support. You got yes. that new, uh, the new music video for Can I Fold? That put, yep, yep. Let's go. Yeah. Out so. on YouTube, Five Eye Shots. Man. Check it, that 30 for 30 EP. 30 for 30. From Sefa M. 30 for 30. Sefa Man, is, uh, if, uh, if you're listening, Sef, you get to listen, Sef, man. Keep doing it, man. Yeah, keep amen. Doing it. There you go. And for everybody, keep doing your thing. Amen. Light like to everybody out there. Keep pushing, keep doing it. Uh, keep spreading that love and that light. Peace. Peace. Peace.